joining us for another Essence of Adolescence podcast episode. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Essence of Adolescence. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode um, is one I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but didn't necessarily know how to go about talking about it, didn't know how to execute this project, but I think it's an, an important topic that I need to address and need to have a conversation about because honestly, it is a key part of adolescence and that is sex. I don't think we should be uh, tentative or scared to talk about it because it's a simple part of life and part of growing up um and for a period in our adolescence into our into our, our adulthood it becomes almost a a priority or something that we're worried about or something that we cherish or something maybe that's unhealthy and so i think it's important to have these conversations so today i'm meeting with someone who would rather remain anonymous but who i consider an expert <laughs> on this topic so Without further ado, let's talk about adolescence and sex. All right, thank you for coming. Um, and for yeah, so let's just get started. So I guess to start off, how would you define sex? Um, in my opinion, I would define sex as a special moment between two people, in my point of view, like not just penis and vagina. I would say sex is an interconnection you have with someone. <laughs> I said interconnection. Um, you have with someone that you you connect deeply with, like your soul connecting with that person. And it's like when you have that with someone, it is the most exotic, most beautiful moment ever. Okay. If it's with the right person, I'm with that special someone. Hashtag in a relationship. Hashtag oh not God. single. Um, but yeah, I would say it's like a special moment between two people. Let's get a little more deep, I guess. How would you say, like, your first experience, like, with with sex, like, how was that? And what were your, I guess, pre-assumptions about it? Because I know a lot of people that lost their virginity just because they felt like they were supposed to at this age. Um, how was your first experience? You want me to be honest? Yeah. Um, my first Straight experience up. was awful. Um, <laughs> never, never doing that again, um, because currently I'm in a relationship and the sex I have now, unexplainable. That's all I'm going to say, because I'm not going to put my business ass, absolutely fucking ass. So is it, is this, like, people say like your first experience is pretty shitty, like is that to- Not to everyone, like the person I'm with in a relationship right now, like if that was my first time, I would be happy. I would be so like please i wish so, i did like, what advice would you give someone who wants to lose a virginity like um i would say do it when you're ready for sure don't feel like you have to be forced by that other person which is hard to say because a lot of times people feel like they are forced and then they just do it but honestly like it depends who it's with it depends if the other person's experience now if you have two un- unexperienced people it's gonna be, really it's gonna be not even that it's gonna be weird because it's like you don't know what you're doing yet it's your first time and stuff Mm -hmm. so i think while we're having conversations about first times a lot of um because like when you're an adolescent you're young you're at a vulnerable kind of state of mind 
I like to say like wet clay, like you're ready to be molded and sculpted. And so when you're that vulnerable, you also are susceptible to a lot of dangerous impressions. And I think when it comes to sex, a lot of teenagers get exposed to things like pornography and um, pornography has its great traits. But at the same time, it can also be very dangerous and disruptive. So what are your thoughts on, I guess, adolescents watching pornography is it something that we should be exposed to and should explore or can it be dangerous and something that should be limited and regulated i would say when it comes to porn from experience from watching porn um i saw it at a very young age i was about eight i definitely wish that it was different because i would say my brain was still growing i didn't know what things were so as a young child seeing that at a young age was not traumatizing but I think it made me grow up too fast and question and want to explore and do things Mm -hmm. that I was like too young to be doing but I mean like once you get older and stuff nothing's wrong with it Mm -hmm. like people want to learn about sex they can watch it for like they want to mimic it or just like you know all different types of things so I wouldn't say it's bad but I think definitely like when it comes to my kids in the future I wouldn't want them to watch it at eight years old I I honestly like if they can watch it when they're older but like I don't want to know about it do you think um the sex portrayed on porn is a real depiction of what sex actually is um yes and no I would say because I hear a lot of people say it's not what it like it's a performance it's an act. They're actors. It's not how Yes and no. Like, a lot of times, like, I wouldn't say I would sit down with my mother and have sex with her, like, in porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, things like that. No, yeah. It, it like, it's about money. It's yes, and it's acting. Teams. There's, like, yeah. scenes. So, it's, like, um, I would say yes and no with certain things. Like, I'm not going to go into detail because yeah. that's weird. But, like, um, I would say with certain things, you can learn and mimic like in watching porn and stuff but like I mean you all of that stuff you can do mm-hmm. but I would say like in my opinion like porn isn't like making love yeah in like a deep yeah. connection sex it's more like mm-hmm. getting pleased and that so pleasure it's not a good source for kids to look at when learning about sex what you say? with learning about sex honestly okay this is kind of weird but I wanted like the romance part like with sex and just like a relationship in general so like a lot of movies like the notebook which is one of my favorite movies like those love scenes where it's like passionate and then the sex is like you're connecting with that person and I like that but then like there's times where like with even my partner now like you want to get nasty and like do stuff so like you look off a porn or you just like learn things from each other you're like when you're first with someone you learn their body you learn how they move you you learn about them as a person and patience like their limits boundaries you learn that about someone and those are also important to have with sex is yeah definitely communication because it's like you don't know what that person's been through but a lot of times people don't do that like people go out get drunk have sex they don't care they're just having sex and then the girl might not say something or the guy might not say something and they just don't know until they stop so i think another important part when it comes to adolescence and fornication is um learning about like when it comes to learning about your sexuality um who you want to have sex with um I think a lot of people, a lot of adolescents just grow up and they just know, like, guys are, like, the direction I'm going in. While others, like, they just easily, you know, know, like, um, girls are the direction I'm going in. And, like, from my experience, you know, being with girls and guys, it's, like, it's a long process to figuring that out. So, like, I, I guess asking you, like, how did you know and how can you give people advice to figure out, like, 
or sexuality when it comes to um sex like with girls versus guys because i know you've had experience with both as well (laughs) i would say how i knew i liked men hashtag in a relationship hashtag don't give a shit about any other men but my own but how i knew i was straight and like just like guys and stuff um I don't know, like, I guess since I was, like, little, like, a fourth-year-old little kid, like, I just knew I liked guys and stuff, but then, I mean, I did question sometimes, I was like, ooh, what what would it be like to kiss a girl, or, like, what it would be like to have sex with a girl, so, like, I've been drunk before and, like, kissed a girl, or, like, made out with a girl from Spain. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, What are some good ways adolescents can explore their sexuality? Kiss both. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. When it comes to sex, relationships, finding your sexuality, wanting to know should I be with a guy or a girl, date a girl, have sex with a girl, or the opposite, vice versa, like a male's, honestly, you're not going to know if you don't try. You're not going to be in a relationship if you don't try. You have to communicate. If you want to do it, this world is limitless, and we, we live once. I mean, I don't like to live by that stamina, like all the time because it's like yeah like you low yo i'm gonna go do crack on the side of the street and take a shot (laughs) you know so like that but like there's limits but like it's your life if you want to explore and be like i want to kiss a girl go kiss a girl now i know there's i know there's limitations where it comes with like self-confidence and being able to go up to a person especially i would say with females it's harder to know if you're a friend or do they like you or do you like them it's like it's harder Mm -hmm. But, like, when it comes to a guy, like, sometimes even girls, like, you can make the first move, too. You you can walk up to them, and it's about confidence and loving yourself. So, it's, like, the topic can go on and on and on. So, would you say sex is about confidence? Yes and no. Yes. But, yeah, I would say confidence, even if you're the submissive. Because it's, like, you have a dominant person you're having sex with. They're dominating over you. So, you want to be submissive. But, like, if you, like, if you're making out and you're they're on top of you, you get up, you flip them over, choke them out, and you get on top of them. Like... You know, so it's like delete that all that part. Um, no. um so okay, so as you're talking about roles and dominance <clears throat> versus submissive, how do you know what role you kind of fit into? What? You were talking about roles, dominant versus submissive. How do you know kind of what role you fit into? Um I would first ask yourself, how do you like being treated? So I thought I was a dominant because I was like, I like everything my way, like not selfishly because I'm, you know, that's mm-hmm. wrong to say, but like I wanted to get things done, like I wanted my way or I wanted things to work out my way. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, so I'm a dominant. But then after having intercourse and just being in a relationship, I like that person dominating over me. But then there's times I like to be dominated as well. So again, just like figuring it out through experience is most yeah i would say through experience like once you have it for the first time do you like being in control and doing it or do you like to be submissive Mm -hmm. okay so i don't mean to get so like biological and so analytical about sex but i read a study and i'll post it under the link of this podcast but it was talking about how the male incentive in sex biologically and instinctively is to finish as fast as possible while the female natural instinct is to last as long as possible and so there's a paradox there and so i was wondering uh i mean through your experience um how do you kind of handle that kind of uh complex um i would say in my opinion that it all depends on the person and in the relationship with the person you're having intercourse with 
So, like, say if the sex is not good, is that a reason to break up with someone or to not be with them? Sadly, yes. Okay. Sadly. It's for real. Now, if someone doesn't like having sex and they really love that person. Then that's a friendship, I feel like, then. If you don't have sex. I would say sex is definitely important in a relationship, in my opinion, because it's, like, number one, like, not even having sex you're making love so you're like you're exploring that person's body you connect your soul and then it's like it's more intimate and so if you can't connect on that level then why connect and but you learn from it too like when you first have sex with someone in a relationship you it's fresh Mm -hmm. it's brand new you never kiss that person touch that person so it's like it's very nerve-wracking especially if you really like that person too Mm -hmm. so you might be timid because you don't know like do they like being choked out or like taking control of you don't know so you're very careful Okay, before we continue, I wanted to take a quick intermission um, to kind of dive into something um, before we get into another topic, uh, just for context. I think a lot of the time, even the adolescents that, you know, take advantage of the internet and try to look up tips for sex, I think a lot of it is like, It's almost similar to porn. It can put false uh, preconsumptions in our head. Um, Preconsumptions, conceptions, whatever the fuck, um, in our mind. I mean, and a lot of it is just, like, really negative. Um, And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I think sex should be a positive, beautiful thing that we explore and um, have for fun. You know, on Google, right when you look it up, you know, advice for teens and sex. They say every time you have sex without contraception, you're putting yourself at risk for STDs, which is true. But you know, damn, like it's all in bold, like shit. Or like things like you're making Jesus mad, or you could get pregnant and have to kill a child. And it's just a lot of it is negative. And I think you know, it almost scares a lot of people away from having it. And I'm not saying to rush to have sex. Like we said earlier, do it when you're ready. But you know, it's not not a bad thing you know something that we have to hide i always found it significant that we are comfortable watching you know violent scenes in front of our parents but whenever it's like a sex scene we're super you know it's like uh it's weird and i just you know just coming from like a societal standpoint it's strange that we can watch people get murdered or killed but we can't it's inappropriate to watch someone making love. Like, I just think it's weird. But that's besides the point. Sex and virginity, losing your virginity, that phrase itself, losing your virginity, is a social construct. You're not inherently losing anything when you have sex for the first time. You're not changing on a large biological scale. So a lot of the pressure that comes from sex and losing your virginity are all social constructs, are all created by the culture that we're in. Um, So as we kind of dive into our next topic, we want to touch on the question, is sex overrated? Okay, so is sex overrated? In my opinion, I think yes and no. I would say no because... If you like having sex, you like having sex. If you enjoy it and want to tell people, that's up to you because you're your your own person and you can do what you want. You can say what you want. Um, 
so that's kind of a hard answer because it's like it can go both ways and then some people overhype sex meaning like oh my god it's the best thing in the world like yeah sex is good it's great you can connect with the person you're with or if you just want to have sex with multiple people if you want to or if you choose to and you can brag about it talk about it but like i would say it's like that's a weird question because it's like it can go both ways i don't think sex is overrated because like people enjoy having sex and that's a part of life but like Mm-hmm. it can become like you can become like addicted to sex it's like both ways and this topic is also so broad as well because it's like you can talk about sex in so many different ways yeah so to answer the question is sex overrated i would say no okay cool thank you you're welcome thank you for listening to another essence of adolescence podcast episode